podcast number five. Ooh. Happy Friday, by the way. It's July 30th, the day where we are recording this. We're not done yet. Mm-hmm. But you may be listening to this later on. Mm-hmm. <gasps> you may be listening to this sometime in the future. Oh, my God. It's the Twilight Zone. <laughs> Something I wanted to get to today, because uh, we were kind of talking a little bit, I did not expect us to get so deep into uh, airport conversation, because <laughs> there have been updates made with the Gainesville Regional Airport. What exactly is it again? New terminal. They've got all these new seating. They've got a children's play area. They've got um, new food vendors. It's really play area <laughs> like, like what you would find at mcdonald's like a ball pit kind of actually why don't they have adult play area that okay while we're waiting at the airport i feel like the adult play area would work a lot better and would serve more people a lot better just than saying. so i just don't understand it though because i've only been to that airport once okay um and it was only for when i was coming in uh for my interview back in uh 2018 just flying in, flying out, and it was really small. Mm-hmm. And it's not like there was much traffic there in the first place. So I, I mean, please, I don't mean to say this disparagingly, but I don't understand why those additions and extensions were needed. Because, um, because there's more flights coming in and out. There's new airlines that, and I guess this is a, a, a way to attract those airlines. To come into Gainesville. And I've used Gainesville Airport. I've flown to, you know, Atlanta to, you know, make an, a, a connecting flight. I like flying out of smaller airports. I do enjoy it. I like, I do, flying yeah. out of smaller airports, but I also, but I like flying into big airports. I don't want to land at a small airport. I feel like it's just in my head, I'm flying and landing into a big city, into a big airport. Like, I'm arrived! I'm here! <laughs> you go from a small airport to a big airport. Yes! Vacation, vacation has begun! Because like, it's so... I mean, that really is a pro of small airports. The less foot traffic, less hassle, less time going through TSA. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really... You can roll up five, ten minutes before your flight is boarding. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that was even the case when I was um, when I was living in Iowa. You know, they had a smaller airport. I think even smaller than what it is. And mm-hmm. well, no, because how many how many gates are there at the Gainesville airport? Oh, I don't know now. When I flew in for my interview over 20 years ago, there were two gates: one for arrivals and one for departures, and that was it. <laughs> Because I asked the guy sitting next to me on the plane, I go, I'm coming in for an interview, and the guy's supposed to pick me up, and I hope he knows what gate I'm coming into. And he just laughed. Because <laughs> <laughs> there is only one gate for arrival. Trust me, he'll know. <laughs> There's one entrance into the uh, whole airport. But yeah, you know what? I, the, the one thing about big airports, I always try to find the most obscure out-of-the-way bathroom. Why? Because the other bathrooms always have lines and they smell funny. So just recently, um, my last vacation, I was in the Detroit airport. And so it was the bathroom that was under the escalator on the way out to catch the shuttle to the car rental places. I think I know which one you are talking about. Did you have to go down escalators and then through double doors? Like opaque double electric sliding yes. doors yeah 
I know exactly where you're at. Well, it's those bathrooms underneath the escalator. I have never hit those bathrooms because I, God only knows what's in there. And there were only like two stalls. It was completely empty. I'm like, this is my bathroom. <laughs> was it clean though? Yes, it was very, well, the cleaning people were hanging around. So, oh, yeah. okay, good. Yeah. And there were vending machines right outside the bathroom, which I thought was. <laughs> well, hey, you just, mm. you just emptied up. <laughs> Drop a Clark bar, pick up a Clark bar. Okay. It's interesting that you say that because I know exactly those bathrooms that you're talking about. Uh, and I would you never. You never, when your flight arrives, you never go straight to the first bathroom because everybody from yeah. your flight is going into that bathroom. Yep. Yep. That. That's uh, I I don't know if I really want to bring this up, but I feel like I have to just for your oh, own no. for your own mental health. And this was at the Detroit airport. This was a story in the news a couple of years ago, and I'm still still so worried and hesitant washing my hands at the Detroit bathroom airport bathroom. Might be a little bit different in your situation in the women's bathroom because it was in the news a couple of years ago that they found men's bodily fluid mixed in the soap. <gasps> no! Mixed Whoa. in the hand soap. I have so many questions. How does a man have so much time to be able to do that and then, you know, concoct the fluid Who hand soap? Who thought to test it? What led to, maybe we should test this hand soap? Yeah, that's another thing. I mean, did somebody, uh, you know, dispense so much into their hand? Oh they go, my. there's no way that that's soap. This is... Um, okay, let's move on to other things. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because that is bizarre. And that was only at the Detroit airport bathroom. So I'm always just so... so I'm never using that bathroom under the escalators ever again. again. I, I want to believe that it was different with the women's room. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about baggage claim for a moment. How long is too long to wait at baggage claim for your bags? I really try to avoid waiting at baggage claim in all honesty because mm -hmm. I, I fly Delta most of the time and they do this really cool thing where um, you can take your carry on, <clears throat> your backpack, but then also they allow one extra, one that can be stuffed, you know, in the overhead compartment. Uh -huh. So when I'm flying, I got my luggage, I got my suitcase and my, my backpack. Now, if I did have to check a bag, I mean, if we're waiting more than like 10, 15, well, I'm talking while I'm there at the carousel, mm -hmm. more than 15 minutes and I'm starting oh, to get, I'm sorry. 15 to, minutes is crazy. I feel like that's a long time already. I have flown into an airport. It was, it was at night. And we're waiting at the baggage carousel and the person next to me picks up their cell phone and they call and they order a pizza. <laughs> Right? Because <laughs> they know this is And take so forever. they're like, yeah, we'll pick it up in a half hour. Well, a half hour goes by. They have to call the pizza place back and say, we don't have our baggage oh yet. My God. And I mean, uh, we waited a very, I mean, close to an hour that, for our baggage. Um, it was crazy. And I just always remember that poor person having to call the pizza place back to say, oh um, we still want our pizza, but it's going to be a while. Um, I would have been like, can you have the pizza delivered here to the airport baggage claim? I, I don't know if he ever thought that. Gosh, that he just thought he was going to grab a pizza on his way yeah. to wherever he was going. God bless him for thinking that baggage claim is going to be that easy. Uh, how, how, so that's the longest that you've ever waited? Um, I've waited a long time. I've even waited for when my bags were lost. 
Because you're just kind of like the last person standing yeah. there and you're watching. There's a few bags on the conveyor belt that yeah. haven't been claimed that obviously didn't belong to anybody on the flight. And I'm like, are they still unloading my bag? <laughs> Did they just forget mine? Is it still there? <laughs> so then how long will you wait to go to somebody and be like, yo, hey, my stuff's gone? Um, it was so late at night they were closed already. Oh, so I had to wait till the next day. God. I just got in my car and... And there you, there you only have the clothes on your on your yeah. back, right? You yeah. only have the underwear. Oh, it's so that, frustrating. Ugh. Well, luckily I was home, so I had new underwear. But that was fine. So the Houston airport, the reason I bring this up, the Houston airport apparently got a lot of complaints about waiting at baggage claim. So you know what they did, and their complaints went down to near zero? Near zero. They moved the baggage claim farther away from the gates. So it took longer for the passengers to get to baggage claim. In that time, it takes them to, it took away from the time they were waiting. Oh. And all of a sudden, nobody's complaining <laughs> anymore. Because oh. after the 20 mile trek from the gate onto the little transport right. bus to the other terminal and then over to baggage claim, by the right. time they got there, they didn't have to wait very long. So it's it's all psychological. It's not that exactly. They're people they're, they're they're eliminating the time that people are actually standing there waiting for their bag, which of course, you know, five minutes feels like five hours, but you, you walk that whole way and then oh my gosh, what do you know? My bag has just been waiting here for me. <laughs> here always, it is. It's always so fast. But then people are going to complain about how far they're having to walk to the baggage claim. You just know mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. That's a very smart idea. Or you can get on one of those little transport buses and the bus like takes the long way and goes all the way around the airport because yeah. you never know where you're going. I do. Honestly, I like the tram at the Orlando airport. I don't know why. Where he comes on the speaker and says, hi, this is Mayor Buddy Dyer. Yeah, Welcome right. to Orlando. If Orlando is your home. Whether you're coming or going. Yeah. Right. But just being up at the front, I don't know why. I just love the you come out the tunnel and especially like at night all the lights there it just looks so cool i don't know do you have like a routine when it comes to flying like you oh certain things you got to do before you get on the plane like even before yes. while you're waiting at the airport yes what's your routine oh uh, first off i have to show up early oh like three wow. hours i cannot fly with you ever oh i already know i cannot fly with <laughs> I you i cannot ever. be late i have to be way super early okay then I casually scope out the TSA line. And I look around. I'm like, hmm, about how long is it going to get me, take me to get through that TSA line? Do I want to go now or should I wait? Of course, you never have pre-checked, do you? No, I don't. I yeah. had it once. And, oh. of course, I'm taking off my shoes and my belt and pulling it. And they're like, <laughs> ma'am, stop. Ma'am, this is pre-check. I'm like, oh. This is a level of luxury I've never And I experienced. never had pre-check again because I think they put then in their notes, she doesn't understand it, she doesn't deserve it. <laughs> and I've never had TSA pre-check again. Wait, hold on. Before you go even further, how did you get it in the first place? I think I got it because they, had, um, they knew I was running late because oh. I had the printout of my ticket and when I got to the front of TSA where they scan it it wouldn't scan and he's like you got to go back to the ticket gate and get it reprinted Damn. so I had to run back to the ticket gate get it reprinted and when I came back through because they check you in the first and then 
later on. Yeah. He goes, you're in TSA pre-check. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I ran over there and I start getting undressed. And they're like, no, put your stuff back on. So I think they knew I was running so late that they put a... Okay. I Because I had heard from some people that it's totally random at the same time, too. Like, you could be just checking in for a flight... And, you know, it's not like you were zone three last time, but now here you are. You know, you're just getting the TSA pre-check and all that stuff. I know people that have that have permanent pre- permanent pre-check. Yeah, because oh, they've went through the whole security check and then yeah. you can pay. I think you have to pay per year on that. But that's why you get there three hours early. So that way. Oh, yeah. Back to my routine. So I go through TSA then and I get to my gate. And strategically, I will walk around, you know, because you're going to be sitting for a long time. But these are the two things I have to do before I board the plane. One, I have to blow up my neck pillow. Okay. Blow up. You know, you can get one that's like uh, not But then I can't collapse it and put it in my bag. You can stuff it. I mean, they make ones that have just... Yeah. No, I have, of... I have an inflatable neck pillow. I've never seen anybody with an and inflatable And you don't one. inflate it all the way because the pressure from the cabin will make it inflate more. Really? Yeah. So it's just a few, you know, puffs and bam, that's good enough. You realize that's probably why most people don't have the inflatable. Is it comfortable though? Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. All right. And number two, you have to time it perfectly when I take my Dramamine. Okay. <laughs> Do you use it to actually... Uh... Well, your motion sickness, or do you like the uh, sleepy effects it gives no, you? No, it's for the motion. You actually sickness. do get motion sick. Yeah, I never did when I was a kid. I no don't know way. when I got started getting old. I'm like, ugh. See, it's funny because I used to take Dramamine when I was a kid, but I think it was all in my head because I don't need any of it now Aww. when I'm older. See, I wonder if I still need it, but I'm not going to take that chance. I used to have the wristband because I didn't like the drowsiness that Dramamine gave me. Mm -hmm. On the plane, it was nice. You know, you know, you get knocked out and then you wake up. But even still, after like two hours or so, I'm still feeling a little drowsy. But those uh, motion sickness wristbands, you know, the, the ones with the little pressure point. Yeah. Have you seen those? Yeah. Those those worked for me. But at the same time, I don't use them anymore. So I'm almost thinking I never even had motion sickness. <laughs> I can stand on a dock and get motion sick. All right. I, I <laughs> a dock would, that's connected to land, and I'm like... <laughs> I would almost try some of those bands if I were you, if, especially if you don't like the drowsiness that yeah. Dramamine gives you. And people swear by the things that go behind the ear, but now, I'm only on the flight for like two hours. Yeah, I've never, so, I've, I've, I've never really found any relief from those. Okay. I cannot... Oh, that's the worst. Have you ever thrown up on a plane? No, um, but I have thrown up on like on a boat before, <laughs> rocking back and forth. Not on a plane. Now, I, okay, oof. since one time I almost, and what made it worse is the lady in front of me across the way that I could see, she was up chucking, and oh. I'm like, oh no, oh no. This is on and a plane? I could not, yes, on a plane, I could not find one of the bags. They're not located by every seat. Well, I thought they're right there in the flap on the seat in front not of you. Not all the time. Oh. How do you know the person before you didn't need it or took it with them? Damn. Well, I that's know. the So part now I'm of... like paranoid. I feel like the flight attendant should go through and check. Okay, we got puke bags and all of them. Mm. Oh, that would make me sick. And then to... what's even worse, once you realize you don't have one, excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> can I get a puke bag? <laughs> 
<laughs> a barf bag. God, that's awful. Or do the little light on top of you, the little button thing, yeah. and everybody knows you just called for the stewardess. Hi, um. Thank you for this. <laughs> Oh, that would start to make me puke, too, listening and watching somebody else puke on the plane. Get to the little bathroom. It drives me nuts being there several hours early and just waiting for my flight, though. Are you a last minute? Well, I am a last minute. I try to time it out to where I am rolling up to my gate and they're just now boarding people. How do you know about TSA? What if it takes you an hour to get through? And see, that's what I mean. That's why I try to time it out. I mean... And, and I was pretty worried when I flew home on July 4th. You were running late? I was running a little late, and when I rolled up to the Orlando airport, there was a long TSA line. I'm like, this is the 4th of July. People are not supposed to be here. I'm not the only one supposed to be flying today. But I got through, and it still worked out. See? They were calling that's, that's why you need to go through the Gainesville Regional Airport. I, yeah. Oh, God. Is it regional or international? I think it's regional. Okay. I think it is regional. Okay. Well, there's your reason, and it all comes back full circle. I want to go, I go check out the uh, the play area. That's just at the airport. <laughs> the airport play area. <laughs> Episode five, all about airports. We're not done yet. Hunter and Parker podcast. We appreciate you checking us out. We're a- flying out of here. <laughs> you like that little pun? Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you next week.